So if you're like me, and, and not many people are, you're fairly accustomed to feeling insane on a regular basis. And I'm, I'm seeing what happens with actual information, what's being released on the daily regarding this so-called election. And then if we do dare look at what's happening in the mainstream media, the far left, they're pretending nothing's going on. And they have the nerve to say that there's absolutely no fraud committed in an election where 150 million votes were supposedly cast. And so, yeah, I feel somewhat crazy uh, and, and rather touched anytime I see what's going on. But I remind myself and I remind you that this is going to be a process of baby steps getting a little bit larger day to day. And we're seeing some positive movement again today. Now, if you're like me, you're probably tired of hearing someone like me or others promise that more is coming. I, I feel it, and I feel the same way because I read it with others. I read a little bit more evidence, and then I read lawsuits are happening, and then I hear and read you know, these things like release the Kraken, right? Something from you know, Greek mythology-like lore, this giant legal monster destroying the left, and they're cheating and exposing everything, and that would be fantastic. And I certainly hope it will happen. But if you've been on this earth long enough to have the experience and wherewithal of an adult, you realize these krakens rarely happen when you're dealing with an extremely corrupt system. But at some point, the system has to come down. Will this be it? I hope so. I just can't tell you right now. This kraken is going to be in the form of massive fraud exposed by research and an investigation into the Dominion voting systems and the Smartmatic software we talked about last night. That's the only bullseye, uh, blackjack, trump card win in this, where it's automatically such a massive exposed fraud and vote switch back to Trump that he wins the electoral votes he needs to be president of the United States for more years. That's, that's it. The legal wins that might come, and that started today in, in Pennsylvania, the, the first big case, which is being argued by Rudy Giuliani, was seen today, started today, and this didn't focus on the 650,000 plus votes that were not observed, that were illegally not observed by Republican poll watchers. This focused more on the curing opportunity of votes for Democrats, but not for Republicans, meaning in, in blue counties in Pennsylvania, Democrat poll workers or just poll workers in general were given more leeway to fix technical errors on ballots favoring Joe Biden. Essentially, these were blue counties where there is a higher likelihood of a Joe Biden vote. These counties were allowed to cure and fix minor errors in more volume than the red counties. And this is definitely an equal protection violation per the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, that equal protection clause we've talked about. And so this is the argument being sought today. The goal is to uh, ask the judge to order that the electoral votes in Pennsylvania not be certified. This is a long shot. The way I read it, is this uh, could be proven. I think Giuliani will be able to prove it 
but is he going to be able to prove uh, enough in scale to compel the judge to stay certification because this could have impacted the election? I don't know. Uh, but no mention of the 650,000 votes in the articles I've read that are illegal because they were not observed and Republican poll watchers were blocked. That was not brought today. This is just about votes and there was no number mentioned, but this is about votes being allowed to be cured in Democrat counties and not in Republican. It's definitely unfair. Is it a case that keeps Pennsylvania from being certified? I'm not sure. But again, this isn't by any means the only case uh, that can compel the Supreme Court to block certification and send this election to state legislators. We have a number of instances that came out even just today, even out of this Georgia recount, which isn't even an audit. They're not looking at signatures. They're essentially doing a pure recount. And lo and behold, magically, 2,600 votes just show up. People are going to be fired over this. And of course, that's because there's always a human fall guy uh, and whenever there's corruption. But out of nowhere, Floyd County, in Georgia, fairly large county, just missed 2,600 votes, 2,600 votes, which resulted in a net gain of 800 votes for Donald Trump. Shocking, right? None of these errors, not one thing, of all these problems, of all these inconsistencies, these improprieties, these human error mistakes, not a one has favored Joe Biden. Not one of these has come back and said, hey, we just found another box of votes and the old guy that nobody really thought was going to win, or even most people didn't even know who was running, yeah, that guy got 500 or got four. He hasn't, he hasn't received one net vote from any of the issues discovered since Donald Trump's team challenged this election. What are the odds of that? Well, of course, this instance, again, goes for Trump, 800 votes. Same as in Antrim County. Uh, the day after the election, they found 6,000 that had been switched from Trump to Biden. Another human error, just somebody mistakenly did something wrong, has nothing to do with the Dominion system, which, by the way, in this Floyd County, Georgia example, the 2,600 votes, also a Dominion system. But this time, it was because someone didn't load the 2,600 vote memory card into the system. Now, let's step back and look at that. This system required that a human being take votes from what I'm assuming is another counting machine or another server and save them on a memory card, waddle over to another system, plug it in, and enter 2,600 votes of 2,600 uh, citizens from Georgia. What the hell else can they load into the system? If a memory card has votes, can a memory card have pictures? Can a memory card, I don't know, have uh, programs, have some kind of virus, an algorithm? I mean, I'm pretty sure I can put just about anything on a memory card. And I think any undergrad computer science student could probably write code to throw off a counting station, a system within Dominion for a local polling station. It, they actually admit that this requires somebody puts in a memory card that uploads votes. And this is the only instance where this error might have occurred. Do we not realize that these individuals, many of them it seems like are very anti-Trump, TDS sufferers, that these individuals would not have possibly done this in other counties? It seems extremely simple. And had there not been some kind of recount, this wouldn't have been caught. And mind you, they're not auditing the votes. They're not going through what they should review, which is signature verification, to ensure that these are actual legal votes. They're just recounting. 
That's why my expectations of this first run in Georgia are not high. I, I don't see things changing immediately uh, after this recount because although it's a close race, it takes a great deal uh, of error for something with a 10,000 plus vote margin to change. But isn't that amazing? We've got another example in Georgia just today, 2,600 votes. And of course, they're firing some guy because it's all his fault. And there's no way it points to any kind of conspiracy against Donald Trump. Nevada Democrats, they're panicked. Uh, they're, they're losing it, it sounds like, uh, behind the scenes in Nevada over an election that is going to be overturned of a local county commissioner. Clark County, the largest county, that's where Vegas is, uh, had a race that was separated by like 10 votes. I mean, literally too close to call. They eventually had to call it. But now they've had uh, what they found in one batch of votes, 139 discrepancies. This is what they're calling it. And the discrepancies discrepancies led to a flip of the race. So a Democrat had won. Now Republicans won. And because they saw these discrepancies, they looked a little further. They haven't looked at every vote. Apparently, this is an issue with potentially 150,000 ballots. Guess who else is on these ballots? Donald J. Trump, Joe Biden. The presidential elections on the same ballot. The ballots have discrepancies in one sample. It's 139. They're saying it's possibly an issue with a large number of these 150,000 ballots. And they're talking about redoing the election for this county commissioner because of this discrepancies and lack of faith they have in that set of ballots. Interesting. They're just going to do a new election for the county commissioner. So this is clearly a big red flag and Trump's team's all over it. It's really the, the last tweet Trump shared was regarding this issue in Nevada. His legal team there is led by a guy named Grinnell. He's all over it. Um, there's now more issues out of a larger tranche of votes. They're saying in the 975,000 range. So what you're seeing is they dig a little bit more, they dig a little bit more, the percentage of discrepancies increases. So keep an eye on Nevada. This was as of about an hour ago, but the Democrats are scrambling there because they are worried that their entire election is going to be spoiled. And if that can happen, then Nevada's vote count cannot be trusted. And we're gonna have more legal cases similar to what you have in Pennsylvania today, requesting a judge to block the certification. This is what we need. We need a number of these states to rule in some way. Even I think if they, if they say no, there's an appellate opportunity in Pennsylvania, and if there's time, they can go to the Supreme Court. But the clock's ticking, especially in Pennsylvania. I believe they certify next week. So you know, you've got major legal actions required in a short amount of time, but Nevada just took a big turn in favor of President Trump knowing there's fraud, knowing there's issues and impropriety there, knowing there were approximately 10,000 votes potentially cast by people that don't live there. This is just another um, an, another uh, notch in the belt for Trump. It's a big one. And if they can make a case that they recure and audit these ballots, we've got a real shot in a, what is also a very close race in Nevada. Uh, you got more issues in Georgia with the count. Another story today coming out uh, from a great group, uh, James O'Keefe's group, Project Veritas. I recommend you follow them any way you can on social media. They have video of a Georgia uh, poll watcher, um, someone who's part of the recount on the Republican side, witness a woman verbally call out three votes that were written down for Trump, were marked for Trump. She calls them out three times in about a three-minute period. So three times she did this in three minutes 
in favor of Joe Biden, literally switching votes. Now, that's not just three, that's six. You're taking three away from Trump. You're adding three to Biden by this verbal call out in the recount. This guy reports her. And of course, because we're dealing with Trump deranged individuals. I mean, this is not a mistake. This isn't an innocent error. This is a piece of trash who probably realizes she participated in something illegal on the first go round and is trying to get her pudgy thumb on the scale to affect the recount in any way that covers her ass, right? She knows that there may be heat coming and therefore needs to make sure that Biden gets more votes any way she can influence. And so every chance she gets thinks she can get away with it. She's calling out a Biden vote after looking what is clearly looking at what is clearly a Trump vote. And, you know, par for the course, when you call these people out, what do they do? They rant, they rave, they rave, they screech, they act like they've had water melted on them because they're the witches they are. And she throws a fit, swears, and complains that someone dare ax her about what she's doing. And again, this person's there for accountability, lady. He's there to observe you to make sure you don't make a mistake. It's not about not trusting you. But at some point, your multiple mistakes are going to affect the trust of individuals observing you. And you've lost it. And that's why he reported you, because it was becoming a problem. It wasn't just a one-off. You were repeating the mistake in a way that made him suspicious, and that's his job, and he did it. He reported you. But how dare he, right? I'm sure she identifies herself as a feminist, as stunning and brave, but the moment she gets questioned, she melts. And I'm sure this is happening all over the state of Georgia, and you got to have some compassion for the men and women who have to deal with these lowlifes, we're going through this process because they didn't do it right the first time from what we're seeing in counties like Fulton County. And now we're finding like Floyd County and others, DeKalb, they're mad. They're having to redo this and they're going to get theirs. They're going to influence in any way they can. And so I know this is an isolated event and I hope people are watching it and are continuing to report it. This one just happened to be caught on video and it's available to see it. So it's not just me talking about it. It's somebody reporting this and recording what he experienced, and it's severe if this is being repeated across multiple counties. Um, the latest now uh, in um, uh, COVID insanity, we'll talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing and it's a bit ironic that the party that ranted and raved and celebrated, drank champagne in the streets and shared bottles amongst each other, is now um, and celebrating the end of fascism, right? That's apparently by defeating Donald Trump, they defeated fascism. Now their leaders are imposing more fascism. They're locking down. It's sweeping across the country. The best and always the brightest is Megan Whitmer, governor of Michigan, certified grade A super witch. She is now declaring, um, you know, essentially her own version of martial law, locking down different activities, taking the reins as she enjoys doing, and defying law. The best part about it is the legislators, the same people that we hope certify the election for Donald Trump in Michigan because of dominion fraud and midnight midnight ballot dumps, uh, these same people are trying to impeach her. That's, that's looking like it might move forward because like many of these governors, she's over, overstepping her bounds and she's even ignoring guidance given to her by her own Supreme Court. And so Megan Whitmer's locking it down, too cowardly to mention church services. If you look at what she documents as approved and, and versus disapproved, there's no mention of religious services. She's leaving that up to local authorities to enforce because she's too cowardly to touch it. 
And so you're going to see more of this religious persecution. You're going to see um, peaceful protests where Walgreens and CVS and Rite Aids are burned in the name of justice. Those will be okay. Those will be tolerated. But how dare anybody have a gathering of five to ten people in a basement or 25 people or more at a church service Megan's goons in the local counties will crack down on them. That's happening now. New Mexico's locked down. You've got guidance from the ultimate hypocrite, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, actually having to apologize in the most snide, condescending way with a big giant smile on his face in his latest guidance where he's telling everybody to essentially cancel Thanksgiving, but then apologizes as if he just, you know, made a keystroke error by going to a massive party not wearing a mask and breaking his own restrictions. And of course, because those of us in California are surrounded by utter dimwits and mouth breathers, this kind of apology is accepted because there's no such thing as consistency on the left. They don't care unless it's their enemy committing the crime, committing the problems, breaking the rules. Since their boy Gavin, their favorite ace, their superstar from San Francisco who ruined the city, since he pushes their lunacy and they are aligned, an apology is all they need. They want the apology just to shut us up. Those of us who dare to call out the hypocrisy from someone who claims to be a leader, not following his own rules. Remember, the liberals on the left, the left they don't care about the rules as they stand. They only care if enforcing them fits their agenda. So this is a perfect example. They're going to move on from this. They're going to be absolutely okay with it because Gavin Newsom's on their side. That's why they were okay with Joe Biden breaking the law as vice president, being directly involved with Bob Alinsky and the Chinese partnership Sinohawk. That's illegal. There's, better, there's more proof of that provided now than any other accusation of a president I've ever seen in my life. But your liberal friends don't care because they don't care about laws or propriety or rules. They never have. Think about how easy it is to be a liberal. They can kind of say yes to everything. They don't have principles. They, they voted for Bill Clinton, so they set that table, but yet they'll come after you for voting for Donald Trump. So they're hypocrites, and they don't have standards. So here we go with COVID. They're angry, and they won't follow the rules. I'm sure these leftist friends of ours will have their parties and not wear their masks in certain gatherings. But the moment they have a chance to post something or hashtag something about how awesome the restrictions are and how they're doing it for the neighbor, and if I have to hear it one more time, we're all in this together, I'm not in anything with these people. I have nothing in common with them. I don't care what they do with their lives. It's not my business. They're Americans just like me. But as far as being in anything with them, I am absolutely not. I'm afraid of picking up something other than COVID. They're insane. They're not worth my time or yours because they're not consistent and they're the worst thing on the planet. They're a hypocrite. They're somebody that wants for themselves and won't want the same thing for you. And they have the nerve and the balls to go around and enforcing these restrictions. Lori Lightfoot, Chicago mayor, the worst of them all. Megaphone, no mask last week, last week out celebrating with all the Biden nutcases after they stole the election. And here she is now a week later talking about how we must lock down and we must do this for this and we must save each other. And when she's called out about it on, on MSNBC in the softest, weakest possible way, she just shrugs it off and says, you know, sometimes there are things we just have to do. Really? So going to a family member's funeral isn't one of those things or a wedding or going into a nursing home to see a loved one before he or she dies doesn't qualify 
but your need to go out and party with your terrible hair that you had the nerve to get done during the main lockdown, your need to do that with a megaphone in the streets with all those hypocritical nutcases, that that warranted breaking the rules, but the things we want to do as human beings in normal lives does not warrant the breaking of the rules? No, ma'am. That's exactly why we despise you and you're the enemy. We do not have any interest in aligning with people who are hypocrites. And it's not just once. It's not just twice. You people are so nervy about it. You have such, I mean, you have such blatant disregard for what anyone else thinks is you'll just do it again and again and flaunt it in our faces. So don't expect us when you reach across once in a while and ask for unity for the rest of us to say, oh, okay, yeah, come on over. No, jump in a lake, eat my shorts. You're not a part of this team. You're not consistent. We're not going to take you seriously. And I encourage you, anyone listening, as, and we're growing, we're getting more listens every day, more followers, and I really appreciate it. Stop, stop falling for it. Stop watching the mainstream news. Stop listening to their nonsense. They're just stroking you. They're just working you over, getting you close so they can crush you as soon as they have a little bit of power. And mark my words, if they somehow pull off the Georgia Senate race, they're going to make you feel it. Now, it looks pretty rough for Democrats, but guess what? Don't put them out of the game if there's time because their cheating asses are going to mobilize. And you can already read articles and posts imploring other Democrats, imploring any mouth breather, any human being who's willing to do it to come register in Georgia and make sure they can vote in January in the Georgia Senate runoffs. This is actually happening. They're trying to get around the laws. They're going to end up breaking them, but they don't care. They just want people to fill out ballots just like they did on November 3rd of this year. They want people coming in. Apparently, it's not too difficult in Georgia to register to vote as a new resident. So they're asking people to flood the zone, get in the state in time to get that vote done. Think about it. These are the people that will try to tell you they represent the will of others, that they represent democracy. That is the least democratic thing you can do is to implore people from outside of a state, non-Georgians, to come in and impose their will and their vote on the people of Georgia. They think that is okay. That's what they think of you in Georgia. That's what they think of you anywhere. That's why the Hollywood leftist nutcases dump hundreds of millions of dollars on local races to sway victory towards their own causes. They don't care that senators from Georgia are elected to represent the will of people from Georgia. They live in Hollywood. They think they're better than you. They know it. And they will tell you you're not black enough. Or Chelsea Handler will remind you that if you're black, you need to be more black if you're not voting for Joe Biden. She did it with 50 Cent in front of the world, and he just stepped and fetched and took it. Now, that's, that's incredible. But this comes from the party whose president, whose presidential candidate told, non, uh, told black voters who were not voting for him that they weren't black unless they voted for him. This was stated on camera and shared around the world. Now, it was hidden by the mainstream press. A lot of people didn't know Joe Biden said that. That was deliberate. But you have all of these white, condescending power brokers, whether they're politicians, actors, writers, you name it. They think they know better than you, and they think they know the experience of a minority better than that minority group. Just ask Chelsea Handler. Just, just ask any Karen with her Black Lives Matter fist icon on Facebook. She's going to tell you all about the oppression of the American Afri African American. 
she'll tell you all about it because she's caring and she feels that's who they are. So don't think they give a damn if your vote doesn't count in a state or if they wipe it out if by moving a thousand people to vote there illegally. It's about power. It's not about your voice. Don't ever fall for it. Um, I'll probably be back on tonight. There, we're expecting uh, more news from Pennsylvania, and I'm hoping our good friend and our ally, Sidney Powell, the attorney who's locked and loaded on the Dominion voting systems and Smartmatic, we're hoping for more of an update from her tonight uh, to see where this case is going, because I think, it just by my estimation, that is the one, uh, that is, like I said, the trump card, the one chess piece move that changes the election in one flip of the switch, right? We're talking up to a couple million votes fraudulently changed or deleted by simple system algorithms and hacks. If you look at the evidence, if you read about these systems and what they were designed for, you will not have a hard time believing that they were used to cheat in this election because they've been used to cheat in other elections. Their whole purpose is to gain the outcome the system wants. And the system is represented by the true power brokers. And they've tried it before. Apparently, Sidney Powell has evidence of them doing it in California in 2016. Maybe that was a dry run. But you've got a voting system that was used across the country in all the battleground states in hundreds of counties that had a late software patch added. It was basically an update one week out from the election. And you talk to any election official you can interview, they will tell you that is highly irregular and not appropriate. There's just no way to secure the outcome, the real-time voting outcome of that kind of patch being added that late in the game. So we got to keep our eye on that. I'll keep watching uh, for more uh, uh, election counting uh, discrepancies and updates and sharing with you. Thank you again for listening. And I look forward to, as always, um, you know, hearing from you via email and continuing to be your voice in helping you navigate the lunacy not only during this election fiasco, but after when the left really digs in and um, really imposes their will on us. So again, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon.